live from Legoland, where everything is awesome. And brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings. Grab a seat. The game is on. Wings, beer, sports. I'm Delmon. And I'm not delicious. And this is EQ2 Talk. When we first moved to New York, we had a great apartment that was dirt cheap. And we found out why it was so cheap. Our friend Amy said there was a great apartment in her building. Dirt cheap. But it's a hotel for women. Okay. We made one adjustment. Now these other ladies know us as Buffy and Hildegard. But they also know us as Kip and Henry, Buffy and Hildy's brothers. I am uh, crazy about the blonde. (laughs) This experience is going to make a great book. See, it's all perfectly normal. This is episode number 74, and we are recording on March 1st, 2014, and I guess normally this is where I would turn to Allie and say, how come we don't have theme music? But uh, as you heard in the intro, uh, Allie's not with us today, and uh, it's been a bit of a while since we've actually recorded an episode of EQ2 Talk, and uh, I think last, oh, what was it, last, early December was our last episode, our candor interview. And, you know, the holidays came along, and the snow, and then it got really cold, and, you know, I don't like to record in the cold, of course, because we all know what happens in the cold to Delmon. Shrinkage? Uh, I wasn't going to go there. I was just (laughs) going to say my teeth chatter. But all right, shrinkage works, shrinkage works. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, I think real life came in the way and started kicking us in the butt, and, you know, unfortunately, it's uh, Ellie's still a little bit busy with some stuff going on in real life, but we both decided that... The show must go on. And in that vein, we have decided to have a guest host sit in for Allie while she's on hiatus. So allow me to introduce our stand-in, our pro tem, our our new Allie. Yeah. Whoa. With the much deeper voice. <laughs> yes, uh, the new Allie. The new one. Hello. <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh, this is uh, – uh, oh, uh, how, how do I say this? Ah, uh, you don't really. You just say Oz. It's 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 good enough. It's O S G Z and uh, I don't the know, okay just Oz. Yeah, just you go just Oz. Yeah. So like the Wizard of or so, yeah yeah the Wizard of Oz is good, but just don't call me the Wizard. All right, all right. No whizzing on Oz. Okay, no. I got that. Absolutely. You keep Milo away. Uh, so yes, we'll talk about him in a little bit. Uh, but let's let's do this. Let's let's introduce you to everybody. So you play on the Unrest server. I do, and you are a not a wizard. No, definitely not a wizard. I don't wear dresses. Very good, very good. So you wear chain then? No, I, I'm plate. You're absolutely. Pl- yeah, I'm a I'm a fighter class. Fighter class. You are a berserker, are you not? I am a berserker. And and I think for a long time, EQ2 Talk listeners, you have sometimes heard Allie and I refer to a berserker. Yeah. And that might have been you. I don't know. I, 
I don't know for sure, but I, I sure did take it personal. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Uh, so how did you wind up as a berserker? Uh, you know, uh, for the longest time, I was a, I was a dirge for like eight years. And then uh, our raid needed some, uh, some fighter class to play so we can keep moving forward in our progress. And uh, I happen to have an alt that I played for a long time, and um, I, I just got offered the, the position. So I jumped in and, and went to it. Uh, so you started out as a, as a dirge, and you said you've been playing for eight years. So are you a day one character, or I, I am a I'm a two uh, two month in day one character. So okay, not, okay. <laughs> so so fair enough, close enough. I guess in the in the grand scheme of, uh, of rounding things up, you've been playing since about EQ two started. Right, correct. Now, were you playing EverQuest one or EverQuest Live before that? I played EverQuest one for since launch. Oh, wow. I was a I was a berserker there. Exactly what the same. I was actually a warrior there. With the exact same name I have now in EQ2 that I play, um, I didn't want to leave there. My wife said she wasn't going to play on EQ1 anymore, and she's going to go play EQ2. So I broke down after a couple months and went to EQ2. Now, now let me ask: you came over because of the house decorating? That's well, actually, it was the highly successful dungeon maker. I heard about it, and uh, really. Yeah, you even before it had been launched, eight years yeah, in advance, the excitement <laughs> yeah. of being able to design your own dungeon really hooked you early. <laughs> it hooked me early. I was I was all for that. Uh, yes, the decorating is 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 just awesome. No, I, I don't decorate anything. And my wife does. My wife goes into my house and gets mad at me because I walk in, drop stuff, and leave. It sounds like my in-game houses as well. Yes. Is she well, at least you put you put yours in the box. I don't even do that. I just walk in, drop it, and leave. Unfortunately, the box is full. There is a max size to a moving crate. Wow. I, I don't know what it is, but I have reached it because it now says you can't put anything more in there. So I'm living in the uh, the Mismore Crag Estate, I think it is, the the, the vampire the house. Yeah, because it's free. There's, yeah. no, there's no rent and no status upkeep on it. I don't know. Where, did I get that from an expansion or something? Or I think it was a claim. Okay, yeah. yeah it's somewhere I got it. I was granted it somewhere along the line. Yeah. So that's what I moved into. And uh, I filled that first foyer area to the point where it's easy to get stuck on stuff now. So I've no, had to move okay. into other rooms. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a huge fan of getting stuck on things. Um as uh, yeah, my guild uh, likes to laugh at me because I used to get stuck on the bush. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Now, I've seen you get stuck while while prepping for raids. You've managed to run yourself into a corner and get stuck on things. Yeah, several times. Uh, uh, they, they they try to move things as close to the wall as possible now, so I don't get behind it and get stuck. I have to say, you are one of the type of people who, as a healer, and a Templar specifically, who has five or six buffs I have to do, especially onto a tank, you're the type of person who, when we're getting ready for raid in the, in the main hall there, do not stand still. No. You're constantly I, running I, around. Yeah, I've, I've gotten talked to you several times about it uh, from my healer. Uh, it doesn't stop me, though. Hold the bleep still. Just let me get yes. six buttons pushed, and then you can do whatever you want. Just stand well, still for a moment. It, yeah. It's like dealing with a child in a, in a dressing room or something. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, I've, I've had a lot of bleeps, so uh, that's always a it's always a sign that I'm doing something I shouldn't be. Coming from EverQuest One, do a PvP or just regular PVE style over there? 
I uh, just do regular PVE style. Okay. Uh, I'm, I did PVP for a very short term, maybe a couple months. I, I just uh, I like to do my quests, so not be bothered uh, with you know looking over my shoulder every two seconds uh, before somebody stabs me in the back. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm kind of something I can't imagine. You know, all day I'm thinking about going and doing a quest or shiny hunting in this zone. Or going on, you know, you're scheduled for a raid. We're going to Lord Veeams or something like that. And you all port over there, and there happens to be another raid force there. Okay. And let's get it on. Well, uh, I mean, was it really port over there back, you know, at any point in time? You know, back in the day, there was no porting. That's right. Back in the day, you kind of you zoned in by the spire. <laughs> yeah. And then, then went there. Actually, I, I, I never played on PvP much. I can't imagine when back then, when spire was really the only way to get around. Because I think PvP was first introduced with KOS. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the buyers didn't – they went off on their schedule, not on yours, right? Yeah, it was a time thing. Right, reminiscent of the old Nexus and EverQuest 1 days. Yeah. We had to stand around – remember standing around for 15 minutes waiting oh. to be ported down to like Velius or something? Yeah, or getting ported out of Velius. You'd sit down and wait and you get hit by these uh, the wolves and the giants and you just got like, geez, can't you just leave me alone for like two minutes? Can you imagine that in today, waiting 15 minutes for a boat? I know. I think people would just quit. Right, right. That is a that is a gone by era of gameplay. Yeah. Waiting yeah, does not happen. No. I that's can't much like can uh, zone in. <laughs> yeah, it's much like a, a farming a spawn point right in EQ one. You're farming a named. That stuff doesn't happen that much anymore in EQ two. Uh, people, I don't think people would put up with that slow content play. Right, right. But going back to that PvP cup, I can't imagine zoning in via the Spire, waiting 15 minutes, or being at the Spire, waiting to be ported somewhere, and some other raid guild shows up. Yeah. And it's like it's got to be like a scene, the scene out of Anchorman there. <laughs> yes. Let, let's get it on, type of thing. Yeah. Right? But no touching the hair, of course. No, no. I remember there was a bug where it used to port you when you were dead. Did it? Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was a... Uh, it would be horrible to PvP, and all of a sudden that thing goes off, and well goes. At least for me, right? I guess it, because I'd probably be one of the first ones dead. Uh, <laughs> I hope I die close enough to the spider that I do actually get ported, so I can at least get to where we need to go. I, I arrive, you know, dead, but at least yeah. I'm on the other side. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, you did a little ask, battlegrounds. You did a little battlegrounds. I did a little battlegrounds. I have to say, I haven't been to battlegrounds well since my last experience, and it was where I was. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Reprimanded. Yeah, that 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 sounds about right. We'll go with that one. Yelled at. Spoken to. <laughs> spoken to sternly. Sternly, yes. Yeah. With vulgarity. With, with when you throw in a vulgarity, though, I guess it goes from stern to. To straight up being yelled at. It's much like your mom shaking her finger at you, right? Yes, yes. Uh, this person felt that I was not doing my job well enough and uh, let me know that I needed to heal better or more. To which I said to my monitor, I didn't, I didn't chime back. I, I said to the monitor, I'd be happy to heal if I could live more than the heal button takes to go off. I should have just told me your DPS anyway. So That's what's true. Yeah, please, <laughs> Templar, heal yourself, jackass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so since that, I have not gone back to PvP, and uh, I got to be honest, it, it wasn't really. I guess it was fun for a little bit. But I can't see myself, and, and that's why I don't go there every day to do that. I don't log in thinking, "Let me go kill some people." 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not a, it's not a, for me, it's not a consistent thing either. I can do it for about a, you know, a few days, and then I'm like, eh, you know, go back a few months later and say, oh yeah, this is why I don't do it, and then come back, you know. I guess the only reason I would do it, and this sounds horrible, is I, I do it for the achievements that are involved in it. But yeah, what else is there to do? I mean, fragging people is okay, I guess, but. I prefer I, the achievement. Yeah, I mean, you could earn tokens and that sort of stuff for, for yeah. completing the missions and all. But again, eh, I don't know. It's, it's not my cup of tea. To those who enjoy it, eh, that's, that's, they, they can enjoy it. It's just not for me, much like yes. decorating. <laughs> or competitive house decorating is even, even more beyond me. The PvP of house decorating, I guess. So, uh, but trade skills. What do you do for trade skilling? Uh, I, don't, I, I have myself on my account, I have four. Uh, I've only actually trade skilled one of them all the way through ninety five levels. My wife does the rest of them. <laughs> okay, let me and, uh, let me just ask. Let's make sure wife is not the name of your bot program, is it? It's no, okay, no, definitely okay. Yeah, it's, it's wife two point oh. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. So that's that's standing by a loom or forge, just not for you. No, I mean I'd rather stand there and farm uh, muddy keys out of Clefsaru Jark. Ah, okay. Have you been working on that? I have achieved my 50th key today. Congratulations. Very nice. Thank Those you. are Thank not you. easy to come by. No, the worst is, though, I still have to go back and farm more. Oh, why? What's the matter? Uh, I did not get my platinum key, so I did not get the achievement for the platinum key. Okay, okay. So, right. So, for folks who don't know, the, the keys are dro- are, are semi-uncommon? Yeah, I'd say semi-uncommon. Uh, drops off the names in the fabled clefts of Rujark. And then when you redeem the key, you get what? A, a bronze, silver, silver, gold, platinum. And platinum. You'd think I would know that with the Olympics just being like the, a week or two ago, right? Oh, were they? <laughs> I must have missed them. <laughs> but I'll, I'll take that, NBC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's an achievement for getting each type of key. And I don't know. What's your, what's your take on platinum? 1% uh, chance? Uh, yeah, I, I think I figured it out to be around 1, 1.5%. One mm-hmm. uh, well, that, that's a guess, though, because I've only gotten up to gold. Okay. Uh, I think you're going to need to start sacrificing a lot of chickens before redeeming the keys and, and hope for the platinum if it's that rare. Well, my neighbor behind us has a flock of chickens. Oh, there you go. A flock of chickens, right? What would they be called? Is, it's a cl- is it a clutch of chickens? I don't know. A flock right. of chicken sounds cooler because it sounds like the band Flock of Seagulls. That it does. That it does. Yeah, so I, I'll have to grab one from her. She's moving, so all right, I'll sacrifice that tomorrow. There you go, uh, and, and and hope for the best. Yeah, uh, I think I've got the fifty done as well. It's it's not as oh. bad today as it was. What back in the day when that was the that was well, the end all be all zone. Well, I mean, it's supposedly a contested zone. Was it ever really contested? Uh, the only yeah. let me say this: what I, my take on that the on, on the fabled clefts. It was contested insofar as you getting to one of the named and standing there. That, that <laughs> was it, the contest, right? And being lucky not to AFK long enough for somebody to come by and snag it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, people could solo the first floor. Hell, I could solo the, the, the ground floor as a, as a Templar at that time. Uh, so it really, yeah, it really wasn't that hard. It's even easier now in, in Vishan gear. So, no, it wasn't contested. The hardest part was just being the guy there. 
the first the first one to show up. Exactly. Yeah, and then holding yeah. on to your spot as long as you could. Uh, you know, eventually you had to go to bed probably, uh, or if you had feigned death, you could just drop down and, and lay there in, in front of it all night if you wanted. Yeah. So no, I I would say no. That that zone was never contested. So we can take that off the contested zone list. Yeah, it's even less contested by today's standards. Yes, I mean, if we were still in in before today's standards, I still wouldn't have called it contested. You're right. We went back there what a couple of weeks ago, three, four manded to get all the the epics, which was an achievement in there as well. Yeah, we were going for the. Uh, there's three. I think there's three achievements. There's one for killing all the lower level. No, there's four. There's one for killing all the legendary ones. The one for killing all the fabled on the second floor. One for killing all the fabled on the third floor, and then one for killing all the epics. And yes, we we did. We four man the whole thing. So again, the the level of competition there is is not that high. No, there there is. I mean, I've been in there for the last four days, and there's been like one other person in there, other than you. <laughs> All right, I was trying to get my keys as well. And again, that is a nice zone on a Saturday afternoon when you're cleaning the house. Well, you know, I, I guess it is contested because you came up and uh, stole my mob while I was AFK and said first and foremost. That is that is true. Oh, see, he who snoozes loses. <laughs> so I, you had like one of the gate the gate guys there down on the first floor, and yeah. I was running through real fast. I think you know time for bed or something. I'll make one last pass, or I forget what it was. You were there. You were AFK. The guy was up. I ran up and I I I shot it on you. I took it. Yeah. And of you course, stole you it. noticed it immediately because now all of a sudden it's dead. Yeah. And you know, you, you stole my mom. I'm like, hey, you were AFK, and it's first and force. Uh, I, I forgot to this. ask you. Did did it drop a key? No, of course it not. Oh, okay. Well, then you can go ahead and yeah, that's no big deal. Then. <laughs> Actually, okay with that. I, I was doing you a favor by clearing out the useless placeholder or, or a trash mob that gave no results. Uh, but you know, when I have been farming that for the for the money keys, it, it is profitable. Uh, they oh, drop yeah. they drop some money. Uh, throughout the time, I did get a couple of masters, which I threw up on the broker, and uh, I got thorns. A, yeah, a couple of I got one of those. Uh, I finally got one of those uh, yellow three tier adorns from the previous tier, or previous gear set. Uh, put that up on the broker and sold it too. I was surprised. Like a, I think it was a reuse three. Yeah, they sell pretty good still. Yeah, and then I got a couple of purple uh, 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 dormant dislodgers. Oh, nice. The one that preserves the item. That preserves the item, right. So it was kind of worth it. So I got my achievement. And again, it was something I could do on a Saturday afternoon when I'm cleaning the house. You just got to come by every 16 minutes uh, and kill the mob. And if he spawned before I got there, he couldn't kill me. He just stood there and wailed away on me for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was. Very, very nice. I think there was one time I was AFK for a couple hours, and the thing still couldn't kill me. It came back with ninety-eight percent health. Yeah, I mean, yes, I am pretty badass. You can take <laughs> from that. I am pretty badass. That is true. I'm either pretty bad bass or badass, or just not worth killing. I can't tell. Uh, I, I, I think it's the latter, but we're okay with that. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Uh, so you've been doing a lot of raiding recently. Yeah, we've been raiding the you know, AS Arcane's. Uh, no. A curse uh, sanctum. Sorry. Arcane sanctum is actually a guild on the unrest server. Yep, yep. Uh, we've done labs of uh, Lord Vim, the yep. fabled labs, mm-hmm. and TOV. We've gotten uh, pretty good into TOV. I think we saw our first mystical bracer drop. Yeah, we did. We did. We just saw that the other night. That was our first uh, foray into the, <coughs> to that level of rewards. Right, right. Uh, what's what's been your overall impression recently of the rating scene in TOV? You like it, dislike it? 
Well, you know, it's uh, it's it's got its issues. You know, I mean, I think every tier raid has had its issues. That you know, I I really enjoy it. Uh, the mobs are a little bit harder to figure out than what they used to be. They're not as uh, forthcoming with their strats, in my opinion, which is nice because you have to actually try and work at the mob now, like we did back in ROK. Yeah, let me ask you about that because I had once made the comment many moons ago, you know, uh, there needs to be red text on some things. And I want to say that it was in was Sentinel's Fate, maybe, where it seemed to be everything was red text. Oh, yeah, I think it was TSO. TSO was it? Okay. You seem to get red text about red text. <laughs> yes. And I, and I have to agree, while it's nice, there are times, though, when it becomes too much. Yeah. They might as well but, just give you the, the act timers. Right. They might as well, yeah, they might as well just give you the straight up. So I have to say, you know, I kind of like what we're seeing now. I, I know it's not popular with a lot of people, I don't think. I, I kind of like that. I mean, it, it's reminiscent of EQ1 days. Yeah, yeah, just not as bad. You know, I think it's, uh, you know, would we spend, uh, I think, four four full raids on one mob once already? Yeah, and, and that that upsets people, I think. Yeah, I think I think it does. I, people, you know, it's the instant gratification or the, uh, I don't want to spend more than two hours on this mob because it's probably not worth it. I, Me, I, personally, I like to work at it. I just compare that to... The mob, I think we, you know, several mobs. I, I think, kind of put into this category. For me, when Nexona, yes, when we were in VP, I think Nexona took us five weeks of raiding three nights a week. Yeah, you got Nexona, and then you had VS in that same category. It took quite a while to get twenty-four people to manage their power. Right. VS was uh, broke guilds. I think it was the backbreaker of guilds of, of encounters. <laughs> Oh yeah, you know. Uh, but w- and, and once you kind of get over that, you, you got it. I just always remember Nexona. It was like this huge gateway mob. Yes, you, you couldn't get past him or her. Rather, I think it's actually a she. But you couldn't get into the rest of VP. There was no like, oh, you can go to the left wing or the right wing. You had to go left, and once you cleared left, then you could go middle, and then you could go right. Yeah, it was yeah, very nice. I like that. Yeah, VS uh, VS, you couldn't. Uh, if you couldn't complete him, you couldn't zone in. Right. You know, there was none of this one guy's flagged and everybody moves in. Yeah, which they changed later on in the expansion and which they've kind of gone away from that type of stuff anymore. Yeah, so I mean that that sort of like struggle and, and you know, constantly fighting with the same mob over and over again. You know, I don't know where you know, the, to your point to the the instant gratification too. You know where does where does struggling begin and challenging you know and challenging encounters take all take over? Yeah, what's the threshold, right? Right. You know, is it in time? Is it difficulty level? If is you know you know needed classes or people just you know knowing their classes or being good at them? Um, you know, I don't know. I like the uphill struggle because I like the permagrant moment. Yes. When we absolutely. roll through a cursed sanctum the way we did. It's kind of like, wow, that was, you know, it kind of reminded me after VP, uh, in VP after Nexona. I mean, it was like circus mobs. Yeah. You know, I, I think specifically back to the Hoskar encounter, encounter where you stood on a rock and you just went around the mob. Yeah, that, that fight, I, I never, 
Yeah, that's kind of a lame fight in my opinion, but okay. Right. That, that To me, that was the, the epitome of the circus encounter. Uh, it was almost as if they needed so many encounters to fill out VP that it was just, okay, just make them do something. Hop on one foot. <laughs> type of Stand on this ball and roll around in a circle. Right. So, uh, you know, I like those back-breaking encounters. I like the encounters that are going to separate, you know, the dwarves <laughs> from the elves. Let's let's see who can do it. Uh Maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm unique in that in that mindset. Yeah, I don't think there's too many of us around that are like that anymore. You know, I mean, because I still play EQ one every now and then, and uh, you know, it's it's not as hard as it used to be, but it's still difficult. Uh, I like to have some kind of difficulty in my gameplay, and and right now EQ two is difficult to an extent, but I think I've reached that extent. You know. Yeah, and I think you know, I think what right now, at least you know, the the current incantation of EQ two, and I, and I just wonder about the. Is the uh, the the amount of options is what I think to some degree the difficulty, and weeding through all those options and changes. We have so many AEAs, we have so many gear options, we have so many zones now uh, that are considered current tier. Yeah. Uh, sometimes the options can be overwhelming. Yeah, but I, I go back to when we first, you know, in the first sixty levels. Right, you go kill a raid mob. You don't know if it's going to drop an exquisite or a wood chest. Yes, and then you, then you had to make the choice: do I need agility or do I need more int for my poisons? If you're you know a scout, or you know you had all these choices back then too. Now they they give you a box that says you have these seven choices for this piece of armor. Take your pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting you say that. You're right because I remember those encounters where you weren't carried guaranteed a ornate chest on every kill oh uh now you are you yeah, go through you, you go through you go through a heroic dungeon and you're if there are six six mobs in there you're going to get six uh, ornate chests or an exquisite and say you know five it's just you know the combination of exquisite and uh legendary absolutely right? yeah i actually still remember exactly where i was when i got my very first fabled piece it was in necklos castle up there on the roof, I think there are golems in those. T- you kind of go up the towers and you get a car across the roof. I even remember the exact spot in the in the castle where it was. It was while well, we were going across, and I got that belt. And I think I wore that belt. Oh, we then maybe level twenty ish, thirty ish, maybe yeah, probably around thirty ish, thirty ish. I think I wore that belt all the way up to like level sixty or so <laughs> because it was surprising. that good. Yeah. Yeah, there was stuff back then. You know, it was hard to get a fabled. It was hard to get a plat. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We talked in the past about uh, form how difficult forming a guild was for sixty silver. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, steal coll- everything. Yeah, collecting that sort of stuff. I, I think somewhere in the bank, I still do have that belt. I just can't bring myself to to mute it. No, why would you? I mean, that's one of those memorable moments. Much like my uh, my prismatic. I've often talked about my Mayong moment, where we, uh, we killed him the night before uh, EOF, the expansion, ended. And so we got our weapons from that expansion that night. So I always call that my Mayong moment, because I ended my, up standing around in town with it, showing it off all night. Cosmatic was huge, I mean, because, you know, it was a huge quest at level 50. Uh, that was one of, uh, it was more like a, it was pretty close to a May Young moment. I think this, the, the May Young moment for me was Prismatic 2.0. DOF, uh, the quest that you had to go through there to get to the God King to get your 
uh, was to keep your prismatic too was by far probably one of the funnest times I've had. Uh, so let me ask you: you killed Darathar at level? Yes. Oh wow, that's I guess yeah. that's impressive. I don't think a lot of players did that. Uh, you know, I, the guild that we were in at the time, uh, we that's what we worked towards. You know, we went and made the dragon bane weapons, and we, you know, that's what we were basically doing at that level. Okay, sure. Uh, you know, I I had come from EQ one at that point and said, you know, uh, I've done my time rating. I had done planes of power, and I had done gates of discord and omens of war which were miserable experiences but uh so i think when i came over to eq2 i kind of said you know what i'm done with raiding i've i did i did my time uh so you know i was busy doing questing and and uh, trade skill society leveling if you remember that oh yeah you know from back so because it was all that sort of stuff and um, you know, it wasn't easy to get around. Uh, I don't remember exactly when it came in, but remember the bell to like thundering steps? 30 silver. Was it 30? I refused to take it because I didn't have 30 silver yeah. to spare. Oh, yeah. Me and Shad and I, he used to go and he used to use the bell. Yeah. He, no problem. I go up to use it and I'm like, oh, I'll be there in about 10 minutes, man. Right. And then, you know, or I didn't do the quest to go to uh, Channel Lands. Right. And uh, I had to go through that. To get through the bell, and you know, I'd have a hard time with that. Right. I remember zoning from Kinos Harbor to Tonica, running up the hill, getting on the Griffin, flying over to Thundering, over to Null Slayer Keep, getting off, running up the hill to Thundering Steps, zoning through that, running through the crater area, and then getting down to the to the Thundering Steps docks. Yeah, that's yeah, that's how we got around eh, back in my exa- day. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Say, I'm impressed by that you actually killed Darathar at level because that was not trivial. It required farming, or, or not farming, but harvesting rather, those Ugh. black special ore, getting the recipes. Uh, buy, I think you had to buy them, maybe. I forget how you actually got the recipes for the worm bane that you were referring to. Going down to the bottom of Soul Six Eye, you know, and, and defending a weaponsmith. While he made the weapons, yeah, it was really the only, that was really the only use for a weaponsmith. Um, they've never been useful ever. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I figured you'd like that, but you know that they were actually useful then. So it was uh, it was nice to actually have a weaponsmith do something worth a crap. Right. So you you do all that. I mean, all the time to get like speakers a dragon and all that sort of stuff done on the up and down of Soul. I mean, Soul Six I was a whole evening to go yeah, from yeah, top at to least. Bottom. Uh, yeah, sometimes I, uh, there was a couple times I think I ended up camping in the middle of Soul Six I in a, in a uh, safe spot just to come back the next morning to run the rest of it with the group. So there was so much involved, and then you were talking about you know the Prismatic Two, oh. which is the the Peacock line. Yes, uh, where you went? Uh, what's it, Silent City? Was it? It was Silent City. Yeah, you had to go camp the X2s in Silent City to get the eyes to drop to, so you can go into the God King. Right, right. The Fountain of not the. I almost said Fountain of Youth. It's Fountain yes. of Life. Yeah, I was going to say Fountain <laughs> of Youth, too. That's uh, You caught me. Good. Uh, but there was so much involved. There was so many requisites. Yeah, and some time stuff that you had to do, too. I mean, that, that's what was really cool was the time stuff. Yeah, and I just think that sort of that sort of gameplay, though that prerequisite gameplay, 
is something that really doesn't exist much anymore. In order to be successful in uh, the Temple of Vishan, you don't need to go and get Vishan Bane weapons or spells. Or I mean, all you really got to do is complete the Overland quest line, and really only one person has to do that. Whether or not you know, your survivability in there is, is in question, but to actually get in. Yeah. Uh, those sorts of things, those, those worm bane weapons and stuff like that, that required you know, trade skillers to collect the things. And then you actually had to protect your trade skillers while they made the items because there was only one forge that they could make this stuff in. It was guarded by epics that spawned when it was, in, when it was used. Yeah, it was, it, it was actually uh, it was really cool. It was a lot of fun doing that, you know. It's a, uh, it was tough, but I mean, we had a lot of good times, and you know, I think guildmates were a lot closer back then. Um, perhaps because they were more reliant upon each other. Absolutely, yeah. Right now, it's it's a more of a solo molo duo aspect now. You're exactly right. I was just going to say that back at that time, you didn't have the option to do a solo instance, no, and get rewards. There was no mercs. Certainly, there were no mercs either. Absolutely. So you were really and and back then too. I mean, we've we've talked about it here in the past. Antonica was heroic. You did not zone out into Antonica and just run across it. Yeah, because that snake will kick you kick you for uh, your whole hit point pool. Right. And every pocket of knolls was three or four knolls that were triple up heroic together. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. You just didn't run through this stuff or run by it because it was all going to kill you. Especially the bears or the wolves because they hit, they hit you once, they hit you with that slow, and then you're done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've died plenty of times with those wolves and bears. Now, you were talking about DOF with uh, Prismatic 2. What, w- what would you say is your favorite expansion then? Uh, DOF by far. DOF? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I agree. I, I thought DOF was, was, was by far the best, and I've always said yeah. it, it, you affected the world. Yeah, and then also on top of that, that was the first time you were able to climb Really, you find climbing to be that uh, the defining uh, moment in EQ two? I thought the, it was pretty. I thought it was pretty epic. You know, I mean, because you've never been able to climb before. Okay. You know, uh, in EQ two anyway, in the first fifty levels, you weren't allowed to. There was nothing you couldn't. And uh, I thought the climbing was just it just looked cool. You know, if you just stay on the side of the the, the when you're climbing up, if you just stop, your your tune does some looks down and kind of waves people up and. You know, it's got some cool action to it. Uh, it was pretty neat back then. I, I'm speechless. I, I cannot believe that you would say that climbing <laughs> it, it was was such a great add to gameplay. I, flying? How could you like dismiss flying? Uh, well, no, this is I'm talking about DOF at that uh, time. At, at that time. All right. Okay. It, all right, because we hadn't well, seen vertical play yet. I guess. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. But I mean, I I wouldn't chalk up climbing. I mean. Since since then, have we really had to climb? We climbed uh, DUF. We climbed in Kingdom of Sky. After that, climbing seemed to fall out of fashion. Yeah, pretty much. Well, but I mean, it was just it was just so different at the time. It wasn't just something that you would normally do. You know, well, uh, you couldn't fly. You couldn't jump that high. So climbing. I mean, it was it was a shortcut. Uh, let me let really. me say this too, because uh, I'm sure listeners are saying they go, "Well, of course, climbing has fallen out of fashion." Yeah. You, can, you, fly you can fly now, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> who climbs when you can fly? Right. It's like who walks when you can ride? Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. It, it, who stands around waiting for boats when you can take the port? 
Hey, you know, some people might think sit chairs is the best thing since sliced bread. And, and I've said those people are playing incorrectly. It's, yes. it's like the it's, but it's the same people who say standing around waiting for boats is cool. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's nostalgic for about six minutes, and then you're like, I'm the bleep out of here. I don't even know if it's six minutes. Fine, six seconds. Yeah, there you go. It's just like sitting in chairs. Okay, well that was cool. All right, now what can I do? Yeah, sitting but, but, in chairs never killed the dragon. It never rescued the princess. <laughs> yeah, true. But no, DOF. You know, the climbing was was pretty. Uh, it, you know, it was pretty cool. But then on top of that, you know, you have the whole Maj duel. Uh, three factions, you know, the coin and and the other ones. Truth. Just the truth. Coin, truth, yeah. and blades. There you go. Blades was the third one. I'll take you uh, trivia for 500, Alex. There you go. Yeah. I can only remember coin because that's the one I was maxed, maxed faction with. But you, you changed the whole city uh, by factioning with those guys. And uh, it, was pretty, it was pretty intense and involved. Um, the Peacock line was awesome. The uh, Silent City, the the raid zones were well put together. Some of them were kind of buggy, but you know, which which is raid zones never been buggy. True, true, and and I'll actually go for the bonus round too. I'll also say there was the Court of Tears as well as actually the fourth court. You didn't actually faction with them, but uh, yeah. I, and the thing that I, you know, I, I've said this before about the uh, the entire expansion felt tied together. Everything seemed to be integrated so well. That whole Peacock storyline, the the spatial chat that you get from mobs, or yeah, from mobs in the zone, even are telling you the story of walking by them. Yeah, and and most of all, and you were talking about it a moment ago, you could affect the city. When somebody went up a tower, they changed that tower's alliance. Yeah, and when you were doing the Ring of Fate quest, you could ruin the city. You <laughs> yes. you. When when that when that quest was completed, orcs overran the city, and all of a sudden, it went from a dangerous place to a you need to get the heck out of Dodge place, or you're going to yeah. die here. Well, it was much like the Ring War over there in GD back in EQ One. Yes, if you failed the Ring War, <laughs> you're uh, overran with uh, you're overran with giants, and there's nobody in GD anymore. In uh, Thug, the city of uh, Thurg, it, yeah. it's destroyed. They're yeah. all dead. <laughs> <laughs> so you go over there, you want to sell your wares, or you want to talk to the broker. Well, we didn't have broker, but the merchant or something like that. And they're dead, Oz. Yeah. They're all dead. Uh, all the tanks are dead. <laughs> and and it's so, you know, if, if when you screwed up the ring war, now you've lost your 10th ring and you got to start all over again. There's one, uh, one difficulty. But you, you affect the game for everybody else on the server. Uh, Thurgonin stayed destroyed until the server was reset. And the giants stayed outside until they, somebody came by and killed them. Right. So I wonder, you know, and we haven't seen that sort of stuff since DOF. DOF. What do you think? Do you think players would be tolerant of that today? Uh, I, I don't think they'd be so tolerant of the old school EQ1 third, 10th ring type stuff where it just wipes it out until the next reset. I don't think they would go for that. I think they would go for something that, like, similar to DOF, where you have multiple fashions and it changes, you know, the the scenery and the the ambiance of the zone for a time period, right? Twelve hours, six hours, whatever. I think they'd be tolerant of that. Let me let me throw this idea at you. 
So contested Drazak there up in VI. <laughs> Who I haven't seen yet. Right, neither have I, but we know he's out there. Oh, yeah, we know he's there. Say somebody, some Uber guild spawns him and it doesn't go so well. That would be awesome. Say he then decides to swoop over to the hub there in VI. The VI hub. Yeah, where, where Yelniak is and just, like, wipe everything out. Kill the merchant, kill the broker, kill the quest givers, and he can stay like that till Tuesday. When the uh, servers reset, I, I, w- I would say that people would be highly upset about that. Uh, in my opinion, uh, if he were to go in and wipe it out for you know till like a s- couple hours, I think people may be tolerant of that. Okay, but you know, I mean, how, how many guilds are actually pulling that contested mob? Not many, not many, certainly right. not many. But, but it would know, be cool, like that. Something that really kind of, uh, for lack of a better term. Rex, your gameplay. Well, uh, is it really? I mean, if there if there was some background to it, why it would do that? Because there's background. He just stomped on some people. Now he wants to stomp on a few more. <laughs> yeah. uh, he needs to eat a couple more pieces of sheep. Uh, <laughs> no, but I mean, if there's some kind of background to it, like there was in you know the third quest, the the tenth ring war, and in the DOF, those quests there, if there was something similar that you know that tied it all in, of uh, the reason why it did that. Then yeah, I think people would be more tolerant. I I don't personally believe that they would be. They'd be, they'd be BS. I think it'd be funny uh, to watch. I, I would be, you know, I kind of I have to say I like that. I like the that our actions affect the world. Absolutely. And either there our success or our failure, and, and conversely, our failures should penalize us. Uh, if an if an avatar wins, I think they should go around stomping people. Yes, absolutely. I think Instead the of avatar spawning, why, why not kill some people? Yeah, like if you don't kill Tenere and you, she wipes you out, you, you start to revive there, and then all the everything from that zone comes and converges on you guys at once or something. I think she spawns in your guild hall and kills everybody who's standing around <laughs> AFK in there, I too. I don't know about that. That would be awesome. That's that would fun. be awesome. That would be funny, right? A bunch of yeah. AFK people standing around their guild hall looking at their broker and getting stomped by. Fuzzy like this mar because your raid force wiped on the woman commonly. Yeah, sorry, but you gotta die too because your <laughs> raid force sucks. There'll all be these all these dead level ten like alt standing by trade yeah. skill looms and forges dead. <laughs> like it closes your guild hall for two days. Um, I'm horrible. Yeah, that would be awesome. I think people would love that, Del. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, Dov as well. You know uh, the the. The little uh, third guys, it was pretty involving them. I felt like I was actually uh, helping them and instead it, of just going in and killing 10 rats and going back to the dude. In EverQuest 1, you mean? In EverQuest 2. In okay. EQ2, DOV expansion, you know, the helping, you know, doing the quest line there. It actually seemed like you were helping them along. I don't know if I necessarily got the – see, I, I was not – you know, I guess I held DOV EverQuest 1. Up on this pedestal that that you know no game and no expansion will ever match, and and I, I realize that's unfair, but I still kind of do it in my head. I think a lot of us do it for, for oh lot yeah of things. Dov and EverQuest two, uh, there were a lot of things that kind of confused me about it. At one point, I'm helping the dwarves, then 15 minutes later, I'm helping the Help with the rhyme, the rhyme smash dwarves. I don't like, eh, that didn't make much sense, but okay. Well, I think you had to make the choice, right? I mean, because I, I had that same option because I was uh, an ally with the Rhyme as well because I did that faction in Pacanaro. 
and you had that choice of whether you wanted to or not. And I chose not to because I'm a good person. What can I say? All right. I guess, well, I'm not so nice because I did kill the dwarves. See, uh, I wouldn't have done that. Although they were quest counts. But to be honest, it really didn't tell me not to kill them. I just kind of did it. I mean, I was easily able to fix the faction later. What and, and well, did you read? Uh, I do actually. I do read the quest text, and I did know what I was getting myself into. Okay. Um, y- yes, I knew what I was doing, but again, my my zeal, zeal is that a word? No, my zest, my zeal. Yeah. That's the right way. Zeal. My zeal. My zeal deal. Dell uh, <laughs> was <laughs> quest counting. So I got to I got to do what these guys want. It just seemed to be this very disjointed thing that you could easily stumble into, and you know, all of a sudden, uh, become kind of bad. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. That's true. I mean, I just I chose not to help him because I was like, yeah, I don't like killing dwarves. You know, I'm having a good time helping him. So I kind of just hung with the dwarf side there. I mean, and back in the in, in the DOV EQ one days, and I was can, epic. I, I can understand why they didn't follow this this type of gameplay back in DOV EverQuest one. You were allied with two of the three. You were yes. either you were either giant and and Dragon versus dwarf. You were dwarf and dragon versus giant. That and that affected what merchants you could use and what what rewards you could get, because you had to go to certain. You could go to certain vendors. I, if you were allied with the giants, you could walk through kale. I actually, I had a tune that was allied with giants. Yeah, it affected who, what targets you went after. Absolutely. Um, in EverQuest two. Can you see a guild in today's gameplay style going, well, wait a minute, you know, I want to be aligned with giants, you know, and the rest of the guild wants to be aligned with dwarves. Now all of a sudden we can't play together. Yeah, I mean it was it was pretty brutal. We actually um you 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 didn't ha- you had a choice, I mean, but your guild had to go that way as well. Right. Uh, ultimately you had a choice you could I mean you could always leave that guild and find another one that was pro right. whatever you wanted to be. Uh but it certainly was disruptive to uh, group play in terms of being doing things with other people that you know weren't either good or bad for you in your choice. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Groups I, were tough at that point. Yeah, I couldn't see that. I could never see them doing anything like that in EverQuest Two. It, it'll just uh, never happen. Yeah, I absolutely don't see that happen ever again because I mean it was. I saw guilds go back and forth between being giant faction and, and uh, dwarf faction and. It's a lot of work, and I don't think people are willing to put in that kind of time to do the factioning anymore. Right, and they don't want to be caught in the middle. Right. You know, right. you're not going to say, "Okay, we have to suspend raiding for X amount of time or group play time while everybody fixes their faction." Right. Or, or exactly. Not fixes, but changes factions or something like yeah. that. If you're not on the right on the side that you want to be on. Yeah, I definitely don't see that happening in EQ2 ever. I mean, I think they they have a hard time putting in stuff anymore that has to deal with faction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, the last thing we did was Sky Shrine. And that was just faction went up. It didn't really go down, right? No, it never went down. It always went up. And the only reason why you got your faction up was to turn in Dozakar's head. Right. So faction in that case is not a is not a, a choice. It's a, a linear gateway to getting to the end result. Pretty much. You know, it's it's ac- it's really an access level element. Yeah, that's all it was, and 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 that's what they call factioning, right? Because right. you're gaining faction, right? That's what factioning has become. It's not a choice of what I can or cannot do. It's a gateway to getting to the reward, right? Exactly. Uh, while we've been on this uh, trip down memory lane, of course, let's can we stay on it for one last thing? Sure. 
If we're going to talk uh, DOV, we cannot exclude prayer shawl. Yeah, that's, wow. Uh, EQ1 prayer shawl? Well, well, uh, yes, let's I start say? with that one. Did you did you uh, have it back then? Did you do it? Uh, yes, I yes the wife and uh, the wife and I did do it. Okay. Uh, what do I think of it? Yes. Uh, extremely epic. It was. Uh, it was hard. Absolutely one of the hardest uh, quest lines I did in EQ1. Really? Okay. Yeah, it was just that uh, you had to go and get all the stuff, and then you combine, and it fails, and then you have to go back and do it again, and ah, uh, it was uh, it was pretty tough. It was fun, though. The word I would use to describe it would be unforgiving. Oh, absolutely. If you put all that stuff in that box and you hit combine, which is apparently the (laughs) word combine and something else I just merged in, you hit combine and it doesn't happen, you're out. Well, you know, there's there's a ritual I had. uh, uh, I would sit and I would actually uh, sit about what I wanted to make for, you know, five minutes before I actually hit the combine button. I, I would too, you know, you'd sit there kind of rocking your head, okay, am I ready? Deep breaths. <laughs> yeah. Chicken sacrificed. Rub my rub my belly, pat my head, spin my chair around left, then right. Yeah. You know Yeah. It was a it was a big it was a big ritual. And then you would just hope for the best. If you didn't roll well, you were gonna do that all over again. There was lots of cussing at the screen. Let's just put it that way. Truth be told, though, I, I, I shouldn't be the one saying how horrible it was. I never failed to combine during it. I failed a couple. That was, that was a lot of cursing. And I will go so far as to say Snow Griffin Eggs. If we all remember Snow Griffin Eggs from yeah. that last line. I, yeah, I remember you telling me this once. Go ahead. I went four for four. The, four. the four first Snow Griffins I ever killed all dropped an egg. And so it took me, it, it took me I think it was around 60 Snow Griffins. Got four eggs. Now the rest of my real life group friends, we spent weeks chasing snow griffins around oh, yeah. all our bizarre theories on how to make them spawn. Kill the cougar, smack the smack the uh, orc, and then go beat up the the giant, and then come back and see if you can find a snow griffin. Yeah, kill the thing here, then go over here, then back and forth, do this, do that. Much like the whole quill main, I think spawning. Oh yeah, quill main. Yeah, that's awesome. People had these these theories on how to how it happened, right? You know, certain placeholder combinations, order of mobs killed, time of day. You know, I think which one, which which mob probably had the the most theories on it. You know, in my opinion, it was the Eki one ancient cyclops. He's up there, and quill main was up there. Those two, I think, just were in a category by themselves. Yeah, totally by themselves. Because you know, I think the ancient Cyclops had like a million different things you could do to try and get, kill all the zombies, kill all the snakes, kill all the spiders, just wipe the whole zone out. I don't know. And have they ever actually I, – I, my gut would tell me it was just like a time thing. Yeah. I, no, nobody's come out and said what it is because I don't think anybody's actually figured it out. I think the only person that knows is the guy who wrote the script. Right. But I'm, I'm betting it's just like he spawns once every four days – Plus or minus twelve hours. Absolutely, could be. You know, I mean, the you know the 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 uh, wayback portals are coming again here pretty soon because I think the fifteenth uh, anniversary of EQ one is this month. Ma, is it March? Yeah, I think it might be right. You're right. Sixteenth of this month. Um, it'll be their fifteenth year, so we'll get the Chrono portals. And when you do the Ancient Cyclops one, read what these guys say. Uh, a lot of those things were were the theories on how to get the ancient cyclops to spawn. Yeah, I, I have to say, of all the live events, now the rewards necessarily off the Chrono Portals are not all that great, or they, at least they haven't been in the past. Hopefully, they'll have an opportunity to revamp them this year. But 
the the level of detail Ugh. to map to the EverQuest 2 world. Absolutely phenomenal. It really is. There's a lot of like really subtle things in there. Like the places you go are actually somewhat related to where they would be in EverQuest 2. Absolutely. You, you know, go to the Kinos Hills yeah. for, for uh, one of the first ones. I forget which one it is. One of the Knolls. I think. You actually go to the Kinos Hills because the Kinos Hills outside of old Kinos between Blackburn, that's where that stuff really was. I mean they really did a really great job of mapping those sorts of things to where they would be in EverQuest 2 as best they could. It's very nostalgic. It, it really is. I, I, I have to give them a lot of kudos for that. The rewards, not so hot. But. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course they're not. You know, it's uh, it's the same with like the headless horsemen and those kind of things. You know, we we out level out out gear. It's fun. All right, so let's talk a little bit about our uh, least favorite, shall we? Oh sure. All right. Let's so start, uh, we always start with least and try to end on a positive. So so Oz or whatever your name is, how Oz is good. Oz okay. uh, yeah. What is your uh, least favorite for this episode? Oh, my least favorite, uh, Farming Keys and Class of Rouge Arc. Okay. Not, not fun, but at least you've got the achievement. Uh, yeah, but I still have to go back. That's the, that's the problem. Uh, that's what makes my, you know, I, I actually just came up with this right after, just before we recorded this, because I have to go back and farm more keys. Yes, yes. Uh, I wish you the best of luck. It's going to be one of those things, I, uh, you know, much like a lot of drops, when you least expect it is when it will happen. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like camping the panda and HSDM spawners. <laughs> we we promised there would be no more talk of a <laughs> dungeon maker. Uh, my, my least favorite this time around is right now. I am two shiny collections short of seven hundred shiny collection achievement. Uh, doesn't that give you a title? It does. Uh, the magpie, I believe. Yes, the magpie. I mean, what what is a magpie? I, I don't know. I, is, is Isn't it a, that a bird? Or is it a type of pie? I mean, I, I don't know. I, is yeah, mag I have to actually food that this. you put in a pie? I don't know. I I don't I know what magpie know. is, but I think yeah. you're right. It is a black bird, isn't it? Yeah, I thought it was just a bird that repeats what you say, uh, but I don't know. I I've never really looked it up. That's but a minor I mean, whatever. Bird. That's a minor bird, isn't it? Oh, is it? All right. Well, this okay. is a bird anyway. talk. <laughs> Just a pair of I've bird already, brains, apparently. I've already got my 700 collections. So. Oh, dear. Congratulations. Nice. I am, I'm at 698. They just put this one in like a couple weeks ago? Yes, it was. And uh, I was at 712 at the time. Nice. So nice. as soon as I logged in, I got that. And I was pretty stoked about getting it, actually. I had somebody ask me about it. Nice, nice. I, it's just it's dumb luck, right? I got to get the yeah. right Chinese that I need because I – too cheap to pay for what uh, on the broker what I can pick up off the ground I believe so absolutely I, I, I agree one hundred percent. So what's your uh, most favorite this week? Uh, my most favorite? Did you? Uh, okay, you did do your least favorite. What yep. am I thinking? Uh, my most favorite is the uh, Killing Ragefire X two uh, being the first uh, on our server to kill Ragefire mm-hmm. and disco the mount. Excellent! You discoed both the mount and the house item mount. Uh, I did not disco the house item mount. You know that's uh, far far from my thought process when I get a mount is to turn it into a house item. Tis tis tis. You know I'm zinging you because yeah, I know. It's easy for not realize. Oh, you could have got another disco. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not a big fan. I don't really care about the disco so much. It's just the fact that it's dead. We were the first ones to kill it. We did disco. I did disco the mount, and we did disco the uh, uh, trade skill item. 
That's right. Yeah, we did get both of those. That's right. And I, and I yeah. note how I say we. I immediately slide myself into your success. I saw you. Yeah, my most favorite is now including you. Of course. Why, why yeah. wouldn't it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's I guess Delman. that Delman was pretty. Talk. That was a that was a you know a permagrin night moment, right? That was a huge huge takedown for us. Yeah, that was. Oh, it was because uh, you know it's. I think we've tried it uh, twice before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we geared up some more, and uh, we stuck it out. We I think we only pulled it twice, and we killed it the second time. Yeah, uh, and it's uh, certainly it's not a trivial encounter. It's not for the the faint of heart. Oh, you really do need a good lineup and a good quality quality set of classes and players. With as you were saying, with the right gear and all that, uh, so you're not going to you know mow it over with like you know six guardians and a beast lord or something, right? Right. He is an X two encounter. Uh, and he really is. He's the best in slot mount right now, I think. Yes, uh, he is the best in slot. Um, you can buy the 6,000 Edema one, but it, it has, I think it was like 5,000 less hits on it. Yeah, he's close. And, and, and whatever, that's a, a boatload of Edema's to get together there yeah. uh, to buy him. Uh, and I have to say, though, when we did get the, what his name is, like Hackerless or you know something I gotta be honest. He's not as sexy looking as I thought he'd be for all the effort. He's kind of just a, he's just another Soka car with an orange, orange color to him. But doesn't he match your armor color? Uh, he does go with my armor. My armor is kind of blue. I kind of look like a Miami Dolphins fan in teal and orange when I'm riding him. Uh, I was thinking Denver Broncos. Uh, okay, well, don't speak. You know, no, we don't talk about the oh. Denver Broncos here. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We don't talk about the Broncos. I forgot. Uh, right. So I, you know, the, the the one you buy, he's got horns and he's got some. You know, it looks pretty some, cool. He's got some really cool. You know, right, racing stripes on him. Yeah. Uh, the the Rage Front one is kind of bland, I guess. Much That's like all. the the much like the quested one, right? Yeah, just a different color, just a different shade. He's got nothing, nothing more. No, no horns. No, you know, really no. cool bitchin' racing stripes. No flames shooting out the side of him. He's but just, I did, yeah. But, but I did see you, Delvin, mm-hmm. uh, floating above the Vesper Isle hub uh, with your mount on. Were you uh, showing off? I, I like to, you know, yeah. It, it, you know what? It's like going down to the Dairy Queen on a Friday night uh, during the summer. You take your ride and your best girl down there and you stand around the parking lot and you drink smoothies. Like you have more than one girl, so you just take the vest out of, out of the group? Exactly. Well, yes. Come on, please, <laughs> Delmon. It's, it's, it's Delmon, right? You know, yeah. All the ladies <laughs> want to be with him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So moving on from that, which, which could be a really cool mo- most favorite. I'm going to have to save that for later. But uh, <laughs> my most favorite now is um, – I'm pleased to announce here for the first time on EQ2 Talk that uh, I have hired a a new assistant producer to help me uh, with the podcast and other things that are going on in my life. Um, I'd like to introduce – he's asleep on the couch next to me showing off his junk at me, uh, Milo the Beagle. uh, Hey, Milo. He's doing very well, yes, uh, but uh, flashing me his, his undercarriage at the moment as he lays half off the couch. Well, you know. So, yeah, uh, during the hiatus, that was one of the other real-life things that have, have creeped up. I uh, I adopted a beagle. Uh, somebody had emailed out that I tweeted photos of him. And uh, let me just ask you, because I, I tweeted this out a couple weeks ago, and I, I was just doing it earlier before we set up to record here. Um, i got to be honest. Is it mean and cruel that I like to run the vacuum at times, even when I really don't need to vacuum? Uh, well, well, what's the purpose? Is it, it, riles, the it, riles the, it riles the dog. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, uh, yes, it's okay. I mean, it, it's 
It's all fun and games. It is. It is. Uh, although uh, he, he, I, I, I like to think he th- that he wins with the vacuum. Yeah, it makes him feel like a big Milo. It does. It does because the vacuum eventually shuts off. It turns yeah. down and stops making all the rumbling noise. The yeah, unfortunate sure he thing, turns around and struts away. You know, yeah. like he's a badass. Yeah. It, the unfortunate thing is we're out walking and he thinks he can engage SUVs the same way. <laughs> That's not a vacuum, buddy. No, exactly. I'm like, dude, that's a full-size sander with a plow on it. It'll switch us both flat. And, and for, a, for a little fella at 30 pounds, man, he can, he can certainly put the pull on when he wants. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, dogs are cool. Yes, uh, absolutely. You got something. Uh, absolutely. So uh, perhaps we'll hear him at some point when a squirrel runs across the front lawn while we're recording. Nice. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll leap out of my chair like a frightened schoolgirl like I have already. <laughs> not, not to say that that hasn't happened. All right. Uh, I think it's Are You Smarter time. I think it is. Okay. And so... uh, a little bit of a trivia game. I mean, it's been a while since we've had one of these. Uh, and Are You Smarter Than a Delmon? Of a trivia game where uh, Oz has put together some questions, and he's going to uh, challenge my uh, expertise, my expert expertise in EverQuest Two knowledge. And uh, I think, as a background, though, I think we should share this. Uh, you, Oz, in the past, have sent in a couple of uh, "Are You Smarter?" questions in the past. Well, Oz has not, but my uh, alter ego Einstein has. Okay. Okay, and uh, but it's uh, don't hide behind alts. Okay, oh, with you. On. All right, nice try. I like that. Nice attempt to deflect. Yeah, I uh, because, tried because the real point uh, then is uh, of of the ones you've sent in. Uh, how many times has uh, Delmon defeated you? Uh, I am currently zero for two. Uh, I have uh, smacked you down twice. Yes, and you have yet to come close to beating me. Well, you know, I think I. Sort of came close, but I wasn't quite close enough. Yeah, okay. Sort of only counts in hand grenades, not in Are You Smartest? <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about myself, so I'm ready to take. I'm ready to make this three and zero in my favor here. And, and you know, both of those were about dragons, right? Uh, were they? Okay. I'm, uh, yes. Listen, uh, as you know me, I'm I'm so good. I don't have to keep track of these things. Oh, oh yeah, you got to wear shades. Yes, yes. So I got another one uh, oh. this week is uh, about dragons as well. All right. Outstanding. More dragons. I, I love yes. dragons. So the legendary dragons that are absent from Vesper Isle. Huh? What now? Legendary dragons absent from Vesper Isle. Okay. Okay. There's no challenge mode on this. There's only seven. When you say they're absent, like, you know, they didn't show up for class today, they're out like sick. Like, they are not in Vesper Isle. So these are, let me, these are dragons that we've killed. Yep. That are not in Vesper Isle. Correct. Oh. And I'll let you know. I'll, oh. I'll, give, you, I'll give you a little, little, little something here, too. Is there was a collection quest that gave you a book. <laughs> and if you didn't read the book, guess who's not going to win this week? Okay. I, 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 reading. We all know me and reading. Well, you know, the book's got, uh, you know, it's got history about EQ2, and I tend to read history. Okay. Um, all right. All right. Okay. And I have read this book several times. So, out of the seven, you have to get six. Okay. So, I'm going to, the way I think I'm going to go about this question is, let's try to go maybe expansion by expansion and think of dragons that we've killed that I know are not in VI. 
Okay. And uh, the only one, the only dragon I can think of from launch is Darathar, and he certainly is. Well, I don't want to spoil it, but he's there, so not him. Um, and he's the only dragon I can think of from in, in the, the first content. fifty levels. What's yeah, in the first fifty levels, we encounter like uh, Jeepers, I can't think Nagafin, but we don't actually kill him. He raffles right. off us if we and Vox. Vox, yeah, but Vox is not dead, and that's why she's Correct. not uh, she's not in Vi. She's undead. That's it from that one. I'm gonna now go to Dof, and I can think of two dragons in Dof that we do kill, and I'm gonna butcher their names. It's like Barakaha and Samaria. Get close enough. Okay, it's B and S. It's the it's the gold and silver. Yeah, day the day and night dragons. Day and night dragon. Yeah. Okay, I uh, I I think we always get a pass on pronunciation here on EQ Two Talk, don't we? <laughs> Especially on dragons. Dragons. They just throw letters together sometimes. Right. So that's uh, that's I think all I can think of in in DOF. So next, I'm gonna think of. Uh, the giant blue guy there at the back end of VP, uh, Trankanon. Trankanon. We don't see Trankanon in VI, so that's th- is that's three. Is is Trankanon your final answer? Yeah, I'm going to say Trankanon is a final answer. Okay. I'm also going to say now this one I'm going to go out on a limb on, and and I don't know if I really like this answer, but I'm going to hide behind it. Um, in Echoes of Fadewer. In uh, Clankanon is the Clockwork Menace. Yeah, it's not a dragon. Oh, come on. He looks like a T-Rex. No, he looks like a T-Rex, dude. He ain't no dragon. Uh, I, I think I should get bonus points for that. For just even no, there's no, no, there's no bonus points for a mechanical thing that has no soul. Okay. Nice try, though. I'll give you, I'll give you kudos for the try. Okay. Uh, then I'm thinking of the guy, the dragon, the vampire dragon in. But you said vampire, isn't he undead? He, anyway? That would make him undead. So does that make him ineligible? And I can't even think. Zarakon is his name. Zarakon. Yes, Zarakon. Yeah. So he doesn't uh, count because he was undead, and that's correct. Too bad for me, huh? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know that one's a, yeah, that one's definitely not here. Okay, uh, in DOV we kill Irene the Broken, and I don't think she's in VI, so that's. But is, does she actually die? Oh yeah, we kill her. She dies. Yeah, we we we. I we, run her through absolutely. <laughs> we kill her, but she doesn't actually die. No. If you, if you read the text, you would know. All right, I, I thought I was—I thought I was pulling a rabbit out of the hat there with yeah, that one. You're trying. Okay, I—I I mean, in VP, I mean, could I go back to VP? That's, that's full of dragons, like Nexona. We kill Nexona in there. We were talking about her earlier. We kill Harladar. We kill. Uh, oh, no wait, Harladar is in. in uh, first of all, Harladar is not in VP, and nor is, uh, and she actually is in v, uh, VI. VI, yeah. but like. Um, She's actually passed. She's actually passed on. Right. Hoskar and who's who's the guy with the dream sequence? Oh, that's uh oh it starts with a Z X or a Z or something. Uh, 
can't remember, but he was for the Dirge, uh, Dirge Mythical. I remember that. Okay, was he? I, I don't remember which mythicals he granted, but uh, that's the one. That's the one you had to go pick up the plushie of yourself. Yeah, yeah, and and Hoskar, the guy you got to go around on because he was the Templar one. Yeah, I think you're just naming off dragons. I am naming off dragons that I've killed, right? Yeah, but you've killed them, but they're not actually dead in the world. Well, right? wait a minute, wait, to go to, I, to end up in VI. If I've killed them, then then they're dead. No. Yeah. Can you go back and kill him again? Yeah, but I can go back and kill Harladar again. Over True. Again. Yeah, yeah. Talandor. Wait a minute. Talandor's not up there. And who was the other guy? Talandor was the fire one, and I can't think of the ice one. Well, one of them starts with a Z. A Z. I don't know. Zlandikar. Yes. Yes. Will, will we kill him in... He's not in EverQuest 2, though. Yeah, he is. He is? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I don't even remember him, because he was in he was in like that uh, dragon dragon necropolis in AQ one. Yeah, uh, we do actually. Uh, Jailadar we don't see in in VI either, and he's dead. Right, you gotta remember this is concerning legendary dragons. Oh, I, well, well, so well, I mean, legendary which... dragons isn't just EQ two. All right, okay. So how many do I have so far? Two. Two. Yeah, I've named a whole bunch of dragons, but I've only managed—I've only managed to get two right. Yeah. All right. I think I'm going to get you on this one, man. I think you are going to get me on this because I think this—we're getting into this, this technicality. I don't know who is a card-carrying legendary dragon. Correct. See that? I think that that that's going to be my out. All right. Well, so. it's not really an out though, because the book's in EQ2, so you should have read it to know your past. I don't read books. You know that. <laughs> Why do you think I picked it? It's the only way I could win. Uh, so you've cheated. All right. So who are the... All right. No, no, no. I'm going to throw in the Del Montal. Who are the other five at this... It, well, hold on. If if, if if Troglodar there is one... What's his name? <laughs> Troglodar. No, no. Uh, the Burninator. The Burninator. Yeah, what was his name? Uh, it's, it's Troglodor or something Troglodor. like that. Is it? All yeah. right. If he's on this list, I'll be pissed. But okay. He, <laughs> Well, let me tell you already. He's not on this list. He's not on this list. Okay. No. Uh, probably. So you have you have uh, Zek Shikar, uh, dragon heard. of incredible age and power. He was one of the first few who adopted Carefim's doctrine. Okay. Uh, you have Malalfin. Who? Dragon Malalfin wandering the Western Waste during the Age of Turmoil. Okay. Uh, Siliscor is primarily as a member of a scholarly group that believes in and studies the mag- majesty of the dragons. Uh, he is a dragon. All right. A-N-R. Who? Uh, A-E-Y-I-N-A-R. He's kind of a strange case. Uh, she bonded herself to a mortal child on Norath. I-, I think you're making these names up at this point, but continue. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, I'm not, dude. I'll, I'll even I'll, I'll show you the book in game. Later. All right, all right. Continue. Hisagra. Um, that name I've heard of. Yes. Uh, her death at the hands of the Kronzek was something that uh, Lord Yelniak uh, still mourns until uh, his final days. So she died to the Kronzek. Okay. So that was the last four, last five. And the, the, the two that I got from DOF were right. Whereas Zalandikar... Okay. Because I gave it to you, basically. All right. Tracking on. All right. But the two from DUF didn't count then? No, no, no. Because no. they're, not, they're not in VI. 
I mean, but they're not NVI, but they're not legendary dragons. All right. I, uh, I think this is a technicality. I don't, I don't think there's any technicalities. I think you actually lost it. It's not like they walk around with bling around their necks. It says, I'm a legendary dragon. I'm not legendary. I mean, let me ask you, are the other one. So if you're not legendary, what are you? Are you like, you know, wood treasured crap? If you're not le- yeah, if you're not legendary, you're just a wood box. <laughs> you're not even ornate. You're the, you're the wood box of dragons. <laughs> yeah, like Kara Firm's like an exquisite, right? <laughs> so I guess that's how it works. So I am smarter than a Delvin this week. I think we're going to have to appeal to the judges' table on this one. Oh, let's appeal to Milo. Let's see what he's doing. He's rolled over. <laughs> okay. Nope. I think so- probably, yes, he... In disgust. <laughs> in disgust of your failure to pick out the right dragons. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, so then is there anything else for this, then, our 74th episode of the EQ2 Talk podcast? I don't think so, though. I think we're good. All right, so then let's say thank you to everybody who took the time to download the podcast. We sure do hope that you enjoyed it. And let's also say thank you once again to this week's corporate sponsor, the Buffalo Wild Wings Restaurant. Oz, are you a big fan of the uh the BWW? I am a big fan of the B-Dubs. Uh, I love that place. It's one of my favorite places to go wings. Oh, so that's what B-Dubs actually means. It's the WW at the end. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's well, what I'm, B-Dubs I'm, is. I is C-A-T smart. <laughs> yes, you is. <laughs> now, uh, uh, lots of sauces there, is there not? Yes, there's a, there's a bunch. There's a, actually, when you order your wings, you can order either the bone-in or just the regular chicken nuggets. I don't eat chicken nuggets. So. Why not? What's wrong with the nugget? Uh, there's no bone. Uh, I like uh, uh, chicken nuggets I can get at McDonald's. You know, I'm not going to a McDonald's. I'm going to a restaurant to eat some real chicken. So right. I eat mine with the bone in. Bones are a lot yeah. of work. And, yeah. I, and, I, and, and I don't like to get my hands dirty. Oh, that's, I, I bet you that's more so what it is than anything. Uh, they they range from uh, barbecue honey honey barbecue sauce, which is real just sweet and normal barbecue sauce, to a blister your mouth. I run I run a mango habanero, which is about three up from the bottom. So uh, mine's pretty spicy. It makes me cry when I eat it. It's so good. All right. See, see again, there's something wrong with you. You should not be – well, one, is, there's many, many things wrong. But this last question has really just upset me. One, you shouldn't be eating food that makes you cry. <laughs> Two, I shouldn't be eating food that – you know, I shouldn't be sweating when I eat. That's another problem. But um, – <laughs> Uh, listen, if you have to eat something that, that you have to, like, plan your day around tomorrow in your availability of, of lavatory access, no. I'm going to go with the sweet the sweet uh, honey barbecue at the far end there. I think that's what I'm going to get. Well, you know, that's, uh, that's your choice, man. They also have this, uh, my kids like to eat what they call the Asian zing, which is probably about three up from mine. It's a little spicy, but it's not overly spicy. Uh, they enjoy it. I make actually make that sauce here when I cook uh, wings at home. So, so what are you saying? Your kids are tougher than Delmon? Uh, absolutely. I think my kids would be able to uh, eat hotter food than you and probably kick your tail. And probably know more about l- this fake Dra- legendary dragon <laughs> status that you've somehow created. And yes, I'm I'm making the, the, the rude air quotes legendary. I, I, I saw the air quotes in my head. Trust me. Yes, yes. All right. Okay, so again, yes, that's at the Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, there's none near me, so I've never been to one. Uh, grab a seat there. Apparently the game is on. I'm, I'm not sure which game, but there is a game on there uh, where you can get wings, beer, and sports. I actually I like all three of those. Uh, boneless, of course. Again, I'm not going to get my hands dirty. Uh, so if you uh, if they want to get in touch with us, Oz, uh, how can they? How can they send us comments? Well, they can send us through email. 
Uh, I'm OSGZ at EQ2Talk.com. And I'm Delmon at EQ2Talk.com. Uh, they can reach us in-game at eq2.unrest.osgz. You can reach me, uh, what, what am I, eq2.unrest.delmon, D-E-L-L-M-O-N. Or at eq2.unrest.eq2talk. That's the in-game channel. The in-game channel, correct. Right. They can also check us out over on the Facebook, there where we are, facebook.com slash eq2talk. Or they can catch us out on Twitter, on twitter.com slash eq2talk. Hope you'll all come back here for episode number 75, our diamond anniversary episode, apparently. And say goodnight, Allie. Oh, goodnight, Allie. Everything is